Namaste, namaste, fit fam. What is up today? It's just a Max Flow Yoga podcast. We're going to get into it real quick. Going to talk about pretty much how you can do yoga without going to the yoga studio. So, you know, it's just like if you go to CrossFit, you go to, you know, a sporting event, you got to go to that arena, you got to have their equipment, probably have to have some of their coaches, you know, instructors, yada, yada, yada. But the best thing about yoga, the thing that I love, you know, after playing pretty much every type of sport, intramurals things, um, you know, music, just whole lifestyle, traveling across the country, at least, you know, by driving, flying. Uh, so at least, you know, experiencing those tidbits that for the most part, everybody's going to experience throughout their life. Uh, the best thing about yoga, you know, there's plenty of studios, plenty of different types of yoga all around that you can, you know, go try out. Try this one, try that one. So I would say, you know, on basis, try as many studios as you can. And then you have some homework. So the homework is pretty much how you start to expand your practice. And you can jumpstart that by doing a quick t- yoga teacher training. So then you already know, you know, the anatomy, uh, you know, the alignments, the postures, all the asanas, all the, the poses. You, you have that repertoire already settled in your, you know, bag of goodies to choose from throughout your day when you're like, oh, you know, I'm a little groggy, let me do some back bends, uh, I'm a little tight, my hips are tight, let me do some some figure four, cross, crossing, you know, one opposite ankle on top of the opposite knee, similar like crossing your legs, but a little bit more direct uh, and less, you know, more intentional than how, how most people, you know, think about it. So... You know, you can do YouTube. I've got some flows on Spotify, you know, iTunes. You can listen to different podcasts. Uh, but I'd say cut and dry. Go to as many yoga studios and then check out YouTube and just see, you know, what resonates with you. Uh, plenty of yoga teachers. You can find every type of yoga. You can find, you know, history things on the background. So, you know, you got options there. Plenty of things to do. And then also a way you can do yoga without having to go to yoga studios, just bring your yoga mat everywhere. And then you can watch, you know, YouTube video. Maybe if you have like a 15-minute break during work or class or, you know, throughout your day. Uh, if you have children, dropping them off. Uh, you know, maybe just waiting at practice, something like that. You got your yoga mat. You can just sit out there and just try new things. You know, working with your own pace and your skill level and experience level most of all. Because, you know, the best thing about yoga that I, you know, am grateful for compared to like a CrossFit class is it keeps you in check with where you're at. You know, you can't really skip a level. Similar like if you're going to take an Ashtanga class, you know, the instructor's going to be there. You're going to be, you know, leading your own practice, but they're going to be there making sure that you're not skipping any steps and you're not jumping ahead to the next next posture, next asana, uh, primarily because we want to make sure that, you know, a, B, C is good before we get to F, G, etc. So, you know, you want to, don't want to skip E, you know, when you get to points where you're going to skip a pose, then that's when you might have, uh, you know, the opposite of an opportunity, uh, you know, becomes more pragmatic that you might pose a greater risk of injury or, you know, injuring someone else. So those are things that you want to be mindful of and just also just, you know, be grateful for where you are in the yoga practice because it's not a big, big, uh, 
you know, deal or dilemma if you're unable to do a certain pose. We all have different anatomies, uh, you know, different athletic backgrounds. So try not to get caught up on, you know, someone doing handstand next to you or doing, you know, uh, you know, hand uh, arm balances, anything that might sort of make you feel a little insecure. Just throw all that stuff out the window. Don't even worry about it. You're good to go. Uh, you know, aside from bringing your mat everywhere, you know, and the, your phone with YouTube, you can listen to podcasts, uh, any type of uh, audio flow. You can also, you know, wear more more fit apparel. So it's like, you know, you know, I ripped so many jeans when I first started yoga practice because I was just ended up trying to stretch here, stretch there. So if you can find some more accommodating apparel then that'll definitely help you out, whether it's just looser or more stretchier. So then that just eases you into the opportunity to do that stretch when you're walking or running or in the yoga, or um, not the yoga class, but leaving you know the work environment. If you're in the office, if you're teaching, if you're in school, if you're on the airport, you know, if you're driving in the car, all those things help because you don't want to make an excuse for yourself. No excuses and no complaints. So it's like, what if, what if we never have any, you know, make up any excuses? And what if we never have any complaints? Uh, so that'll just allow us to be like, all right, you know, I got my, my shorts on, my stretchy pants on. So I know I can at least do this pose and not risk ripping my pants and then having to go to the store real quick to get it, you know, replaced or get it mended just so I can go back to the office and I'll rip shirts ripped every type of pants that's why i pretty much only wear as a as a me as a male i'm pretty much only going to be wearing lululemon pants they're commission pants they're abc pants they're joggers shorts everything like that because i i know i can i've from my experience i've rollerbladed in all of them i've ridden bikes i've taught yoga classes in my lululemon pants i practice in my lululemon pants when i you know just was uh, on the spur of a moment, it's like, oh, let me go to this lunch class, and it's like, oh, I just happen to have these pants, so it's just at least it's uh, a chill lunch class. Versus, I wouldn't do that for power yoga. Power yoga, I'd be like, all right, I need a need a hot towel and uh, preferably a mat. Hopefully, they have mat rentals there too at the studio or gym wherever you're practicing at, and then being you know adamant about your apparel. And I mean, the good thing about Lululemon apparel is it doesn't smell. You can wear the thing for like. Three days I've backpacked in New York. You know, if you don't really have to have a washing machine, you can still jump right into it and not not have any issues with that. Uh, the other point is just be, you know, going off the teacher training and going to as many studios. It's just essentially, you know, the more time you, you invest in it, the better you'll get. It's like if you're learning language, you know, in that downtime, in that free time, if you have one minute, two minutes, three minutes, you know, as long as you're thinking about it or watching, you know, instructional video or actually practicing, then that's always going to increase your ability to be less binded by being in the certain environment. You know, it's like singing in the shower. If you can sing in the shower, if you can sing by yourself, you know, then you can sing for the most part in public, but it's better to get that practice you know, they talk about professional athletes, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, you know, Ray Lewis, uh, any any of those people. Even like me when I was in college and football, was, you know, I wasn't planning on playing wide receiver, but 
my best friend John Cooley, shout out to him, who's you know now Super Bowl champion. He's coaching the Rams defensive backs. You know, freshman year I was there uh, for a bridge program. John Carroll had a bridge program for minorities to join uh, at least college the the summer before your freshman you know first semester in the fall so we were just taking an English class and a math class and I actually just went to college just to play hockey but he would be working out and so I'm like all right man let me let me get back into it too after playing football in high school pretty much since fourth grade in my life you know it's just super fun I love it offense defense uh, so many great times so many great memories camaraderie so I hopped in that, but it didn't, you know, there was a lot of receivers. I think our freshman class had like 35 receivers, something ridiculous. And we had our junior team and we had our, our, you know, varsity team. But it was all about me putting in hours after the practice, running routes, getting, getting that muscle memory ingrained and really just, you know, being determined. So lights would be out on the field and I'd be, you know, going out there seven, eight o'clock and just running routes, running routes, just dogging myself and trying to just, you know, uh, cultivate and experiment with what's working, what isn't working, where can I improve myself? And that's the good thing about yoga class. It's just try and go in there with an intention, but no assumptions on, you know, where you're going to be at, you know, laugh at yourself. It's okay to cry and just let go, relax. So, you know, putting in that extra work in those those small little details, anything you can do to research and just learn more and then find any little caveat time space that you can to practice. You know, so if I drop a pen or picking something up on the ground, then I'm going to do a little balance in half moon. If I'm sitting in a chair or on a fitness ball, then I'm going to get my figure four hip stretches in. If I'm standing up, you know, in line, then I'm going to stand in Tadasana, make sure that my bone over bone alignment is maximized so then I'm not using muscular energy so that I'm not getting super tired and I could just stay there forever you know especially if I'm like at a concert and I've got you know something in my arms inflatable uh you know sign totem anything like that at the festivals helping helping out my friends see where we're at those are those are little caveats you know most importantly for sure the breath you know how's the breath going inhales, exhales, finding that intentional movement, and then being persistent with doing check-ins with yourself. And the more persistent you are with, you know, doing those intentional check-ins, then the better off you'll be. Because the biggest thing is getting distracted. So, you know, if we're at the office, if we're, you know, with our friends, party, all the stimulus, all that stimulus is taken away from your intention on coming back to home base. How's your home base doing? You, yourself, your body. How, how are you feeling mentally? Uh, doing a check-in. If you're, you're feeling hydrated, dehydrated, you have a headache. Uh, you know, any type of muscle that's sore. And it's just like, all right, this is sore. This is, you know, something that's at dis-ease. And now I want to, you know, not attack it, but I want to, you know, start focusing some intention to mitigate whatever dis-ease is coming about. So then, you know, you'll be able to just take your entire day as a, as a flow. So it's like I wake up in the morning, you know, stretch 
my arms, take a deep breath in, maybe get a happy baby, some supine twists left and right. You could do this all in the bed. And then, I mean, that's the thing too. It's like yoga is a moving meditation. So every, every, where we're going, all the movements that we're doing are, can be drawn from like a yoga posture or we can incorporate some sort of alignment into that movement. You know, we're walking, we're going upstairs. We are, uh, you know, reaching for the door. We're, you know, bringing things, we're leaving things and just like trying to be mindful about we're, you know, in that moment, being present as much as possible. And if we're present, then it just makes everything else easier because then we're not focused on, you know, trying to predict or assume what the future could be. And we're not trying to recultivate the past because we always have opportunities and possibilities in the present moment to, you know, really bring better things about for our, our well-being, both, you know, physically, mentally, the whole holistic health. So, you know, rolling out of bed, uh, you know, maybe get a forward fold. You can still be seated on the edge of your bed and get a forward fold so it's not as strenuous. And then, you know, we don't have to do any uh, measurements on how far we're folding. You can even fold, do a forward fold in, in the bed. I always love that. You know, toss some pillows on the lap, simple little forward fold. And then, you know, you roll out of bed. Maybe you just roll right onto your yoga mat or the floor, do some cat cows. Uh, you know, le- looking over left shoulder, right shoulder, just trying to stretch the spine out forward, backwards, left, right. You could do a super gentle or you could just, you know, hop in and do a quick down dog, a little vinyasa, down dog, you know, high plank, exhale, chaturanga, inhale, upward facing dog, exhale, down dog, you know, pedal out the knees, walking that dog. You can lift the legs, stack those hips. You know, I always love, you know, down dog and then step one foot forward. Open up into extended side angle, then triangle pose, and then uh, rotate quarter turn so you can do a wide leg forward fold straddle, and then walk your hand next to the opposite foot, turn the opposite direction on the mat or the floor wherever you're at, and then get in the extended side angle there, triangle pose, boom, and then you get back to the wide leg forward fold, and then maybe sink the hips down to a little goddess malasana squat. You know, and then boom, right there. That's better than nothing. And it really only takes, it takes less than a minute. You know, it's one of the things that I, I found out when I was just holding high plank before I started yoga. I would do 15 seconds in the middle, 15 seconds dropping my heels to the left, and then 15 seconds back to the middle, and then 15 seconds to the right. And then boom, you get a minute right there, and you get, you know, your full core working out. You can do, you know, side planks if you need to. But those are just good options. Just like, you know, you can establish this moving meditation without having to go to a yoga class. But it's extremely, tremendously helpful if you can get as much yoga knowledge as possible about the alignment, about your body movement, and just, you know, how things should be. You always want to know what the, the end goal is but also sort of like the base standards, the authorities in those poses. So like, you know, if I'm in high plank, the authority is shoulders stacked over elbows, stacked over wrists, and the creases of my wrists are making a straight line, invisible line from one to another. And then my fingers are evenly spaced out and, you know, rooted into the into the ground, whatever I'm I'm doing a high plank on. And then fingertips are pressing evenly, flexing into the ground, 
tops of the thighs are lifting up towards the ceiling, low belly is getting nice and tucked and uh, flattened out, straightened, you know, butt's not sticking up in the air, and then I'm all the way up on my tippy toes, so those are, those would be the authorities, you know, I would say in a pose, and then from there, it doesn't matter whose body it is, it's just, those are the authorities, and then go from there, uh, so it's, it's nice to know those authorities, especially if you're just going to yoga class, it might be at the local fitness center or the gym, and you don't have that one-on-one conversation with the teacher, so I definitely, you know, better than college or high school, it's, it's super rewarding to speak to the yoga teacher, pick their brain, you know, otherwise you're going to have to charge like 60 to 100 or more for a private session, and even in that private session, you know, it's not going to be as concentrated because there's just so much, so much to learn, so much to do, and so much to critique, uh, and so much to adapt to our own bodies. So that's why it's helpful to do that homework and, you know, go to as many practices as you can. Try and wear the, the clothes that are accommodating so then you have less excuses and we've got less rip, rip you know, apparel. So that definitely helps out. And even like me, I mean, I'm not trying to give a shout out to Lululemon, but I've had their pants for like 10 years, 10 plus years, 12 for 13 boxers, shirts, and I love all their pants. Still, they don't wear, they don't stretch, you know, obsolete. So that's one thing that I always have that that fallback to is like, I'll get put on the gear. I know I'm good to go. And then from there, it's, you know, just practice and have fun, like, even I would, uh, you know, if you have an Instagram, any social media, just take a video of yourself. You know, you don't have to post a whole video, but you can take a screenshot of that video and then post that to social media. And it's like, you know, show your progress. You know, you're your best fan. So, you know, have fun with it. It's a journey. Uh, most, you know, you just want to bring yoga with you. A lot of the gurus say, you know, Yoga doesn't have to be your life, but make it, you know, incorporate it into your life. We all have different goals and dreams and passions and talents, for sure. Different demographics, so it's all good, you know. So just practice as much as you can. Try and wear that comfortable, accessible apparel. And if you have the opportunity to do a teacher training, they've got teacher trainings that are, uh, let's see, you know, you can do, I did, my first teacher training was a two-week immersion. So we did 100 hours in one week, and then we had a month and a half to practice with ourselves, practice with our families, like teach, practice teaching our families and stuff like that. And then we bounced back to the studio for the last 100 hour immersion for a week and then flip side you can also do some more working work working uh work schedule work related type of yoga teacher trainings similar to like a grad program like a a working grad program you know you do night classes so you would be meeting a couple nights of the week in the evenings, doing the training, and then on the weekends, you pretty much be there Saturday and Sunday until maybe three, six months, uh, as as much concentrated as you can get it. So, 
check out your yoga studio, find something that speaks to you. If not, just hit up YouTube and see how you can incorporate it into your everyday lifestyle. You know, you don't have to be an athlete to do yoga. You know, as long as you're walking and sitting and breathing, you can benefit from the yoga experience because I've taught special needs children, I've taught, you know, elderly, and I've taught, you know, Lifetime Fitness, YMCA, uh, General Electric for their workplace, EOS Fitness out in Arizona and Scottsdale, uh, you know, CrossFit gyms in Ohio and in L.A. So everyone can benefit. And I've also even taught, you know, like my younger brothers. I've taught, you know, in classes and school recess from grades two through four. Everyone can benefit from it. You know, I wish I would have had it when I was in grade school. So I would have better understand my left from my right. And I would have been a lot more ambidextrous because it just, you know, every yoga class, you do the same second, same sequence on the left as for the right. So that's that's the best thing it gets us to that equilibrium that we should always been, always should have been at from, you know, when we're born. When we're born, everything's at equilibrium. And then based on our growing up environment, you know, that dictates, you know, how we become more dominant on one side or that not side. Or, you know, if we get an injury, uh, any of those little things, you know, our food intake. So all those things, you know can sort of be combated with a solid yoga practice. So go out there, check out as many online resources as possible, and just have have a great time, you know. Have a great time with yourself. So appreciate you guys. Much love, much love, much love. Fit fam, yogis, everyone's a yogi. Deep breaths and, you know, fear not. You got this. You got this. Much love, much love. Later.